The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv slash education. Hi, everyone. I'm Shelley Kurth, and I'm here with my colleague, Dr. Nicole Assisi, and today we're going to talk to you about how to stay sane in these times of unprecedented parenting. Nicole and I have been teachers and leaders, and we're parents and coaches, and like many of you, we are homeschooling our kids right now. So our goals for these series are to provide you with some tools and tips and tricks to keep your learner thriving and to keep you sane. Um, For more about today's um, episode, then you can go to our website and you'll find some more resources there at thriveps.org. So it looks like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We've heard of a lot of schools starting to plan to reopen. Some of you have children that are already back at school. Vaccines are rolling out. Many of you are planning to sort of unwind and get your kid back to campus full time. But as you do that, uh, we thought it might be worthwhile to talk about the things that we want to hold on to from these past months of uh, quarantine and distance learning. Now, we absolutely do not want to make light of the fact of how hard this time has been for so many people. Uh, Many of us have lost family members and loved ones. So many have lost their jobs and have just had a really hard time. Um, And we honor that and we want to hold on to that. And we also want to make some space and time to hold on to the learnings from these past eight months to figure out what we want to carry into the future. And for me, one of the things I want to hold on to is the connection that I've built with my child's teacher. Never before have I had such open communication and connection. I really learned during this time that having patience, uh, seeking to understand, asking questions about what the other needs, uh, what is going well in class has really been so impactful. So I want to make sure that moving forward from this pandemic, Out of the five things we'll share about, definitely in the number one spot is great communication with my kid's teacher. Shelly, talk to us. What's in the second spot? Oh, I love the communication thing, too. And I think we're going to dive a little bit further into that on our next episode. So I'm glad you mentioned it. Um, Definitely my favorite thing about this time has been watching my daughter learn about things that she loves. We've had more time than usual of course, like everyone at home. Um, And certainly the school day has looked different. So there's been space for her to really explore some new things that she likes. And uh, we were lucky at the beginning of the pandemic, we had listed a few things that we might be able to do, you know, as we hunkered down together. And we've been checking off things that she was really passionate about or wanted to learn on that list. And it's been so fun. And I don't want to lose that, that spark that comes from learning something um, new that you really, really love. And it's tough in school because there's lots of kids and there's curriculum to get through and standards that teachers have to hit. So sometimes those passion projects aren't there. So um, I would say I'm going to keep that. How am I going to do that? I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask her, what does she want? What does she want to learn about? And if she can't figure it out, I'm going to go back to that list or maybe give her some ideas. Um, and then I'm going to prepare for that learning. So it might take some supplies. It might take some library books, maybe a family expert to help or a field trip somewhere. Um, those have been so fun for me during the pandemic. And I hope I can hold on to at least a little bit more of that. And The thing I always have to remember is I have to balance that support without micromanaging. And that that is tough sometimes, but letting her struggle sometimes, letting her not get it right the first time 
um, and just really dig into the learning in a really authentic way that's all hers um, supportively, but without trying to tell her what to do. So those are my hopes and I can't wait to see what happens. In our number three spot of things to hold on to from the pandemic is definitely tech tools. Uh, we have found some really great tools and about four episodes ago, we gave you our top list of tech tools in my house. There's a really great math program. That's let my son actually work a grade level of head of where he is. And in reading, he, um, has some supplemental tools that help him catch up to where his peers are. So, uh, our plan and what we recommend you all do is make a list. What are the things that you've enjoyed? What can help you continue to supplement and engage your kid? Because ultimately learning should be personalized learning is not one size fits all and whatever you've been doing at home you've been doing because it works for your kid so figure out are there some tools that you want to keep around even when your kid is back on campus how might they fit into your time how might they fit into your budget so uh if you're looking for some new tools check out our previous episode but for uh number three on my list absolutely keep some cool tech tools around I have loved seeing all the tech tools and, you know, there's new ones. It seems like being created all the time. You know, the pandemic has really fueled that industry. So I think we're going to see even more fun and engaging online tools. Love it or hate it, because I do have that mixed feeling about all that online time. But um, those tech tools do seem to be here to stay. Um, But certainly the thing that I have been really holding dear is the amount of reading that we have done in our house compared to before. You know, I, I always loved to read, but I had to try to fit it in in odd places. But since the pandemic, we have done a lot more reading, not just as a family, but just each individually and really modeling that for our kids. Um, and it has been such a healthy new habit for us. And I don't want to lose that. Partially, I think that came from uh my daughter has a Kindle now and they have like a kid Kindle subscription, which has been awesome. Um, We have Libby, which is that uh, library access, online library access, and they even have audible books. We loved podcasts too, which isn't exactly reading, but it is like a shared experience for us that we've been just really, really loving. And we, we talk or read about it as a family and then we can discuss it. Um, And I love that. And I don't want to give that up. So as schools open and libraries open, I want to hold on to that idea that we're all readers and to carve out little bits of time during the week that we're all reading and sharing that reading together. And number five for us of things that we don't want to let go of, we want to try to keep part uh, of our daily routines. It's just getting out, getting into community for learning, exercise, and doing things as a family. Uh, In a lot of our episodes, we've talked about ways to get your kids moving uh, or ways to even take learning out into nature and into the community. And that's been a really joyful time for our family. It's created a deeper relationship with my son and something that we look forward to. So I I really want to make sure that as things sort of go back to whatever the new normal might be, that I will remember to not get so busy at work that I don't take my family outside to learn, that we don't go for a walk around the block or uh, find ways that nature can surprise us, find the art in nature, the science in nature, uh, and certainly do 
uh, the same amount of moving and quality outdoor time that we currently have. Now, those are our top fives. We'd love to hear what yours are. So pop them into the comments and tell us what you've been doing. What are the things that we've missed? What is something that you have learned that you want to keep doing with your family? And again, we hope that you are safe. We hope your family is safe and um, fully acknowledging this has been a hard time for so many but as we get rid of all the stuff that we don't want, let's make sure to hold on to the things that work for us. Hope to see you next time. Until then, be well.